0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.
1: It's Tuesday, February 21st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A bill making its way through the Missouri Senate would expand restitution for residents cleared of previous convictions. Sponsor Senator Brian Williams says people released after being exonerated face immediate challenges like finding housing and health care.
0: Often wrongfully convicted people have even less assistance transitioning home than those who were guilty of crimes and released with post-release services such as through parole.
1: The legislation would provide $179 for each day a person was behind bars that would be capped at $65,000 a year. Many who have been exonerated of crimes testified yesterday in Jefferson City in favor of the bill. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports.
0: Under current Missouri law, restitution is only possible if someone is exonerated through DNA testing. The legislation heard in committee would remove that requirement and to give exonerees the ability to file for monetary damages within two years of being released. Lawmakers heard the bill less than a week after the exoneration of Lamar Johnson, who was released after spending nearly 30 years in prison for a murder he did not commit. Johnson himself testified in support of the bill. This bill would provide the security for me to get, get on my feet, and to be there for my family in ways I could not. The bill must pass through committee before it can move on to the Senate floor. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Another Senate committee has advanced legislation that would stop transgender youth in Missouri from receiving gender-affirming health care. This bill now goes to the full Senate. If approved, no physician or health care provider would be able to provide gender-affirming care to people under 18. They also would not be able to refer any minor to another health care provider for those services. The legislation is one of several bills this session that target the transgender community. The committee has also passed legislation that would bar people born in Missouri from changing the sex on their birth certificates if they undergo a non-surgical gender transition. Also in Jefferson City, a Senate committee has approved legislation expanding a ban on texting and driving. The Missouri Independent reports the measure would include all drivers. State law currently bans people under 21 from sending a text message from handheld devices while driving. That includes anything that can send or display video, like phones, tablets, or computers. The package headed to the full Senate calls for a fine of up to $50 and two points off a driver's record for a first offense that would increase for more infractions within a two-year period. Four Metro East school districts are using a state tutoring program to help students catch up from the pandemic. St. Louis Public Radio's will Bauer reports
0: funded by the American Rescue Plan, the Illinois tutoring Initiative is administered by Southern Illinois University Edwardsville in the area. SiUE has trained nearly 50 tutors in Kokia Heights, Collinsville, East Alton, and East St. Louis. The tutors come from various backgrounds, college students, community members, or teachers. East St. Louis's Director of Curriculum, Antoinette Johnson, says she really enjoys the 3 to 1 ratio for students.
1: You know that students are going to get that small group or that individualized support that's needed. And they don't have to worry about being overlooked or, you know, just too many kids in the classroom.
0: East St. Louis is tutoring 100 students. Those kids had been picked by administrators because they'd fallen behind without in-person learning. Johnson says the program is going well, and they hope to continue it. In East St. Louis, I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: A study by Washington University researchers shows implicit bias training at many police departments is unlikely to reduce racial inequity. Assistant Professor of Psychology and Brain Science Calvin Lai, says the research indicates officers do not take the lessons into the field.
0: Many of us have had this experience of you go in, you take the diversity training once a year, and then you don't hear anything about it. It's not reinforced from your bosses for a whole other year. And the same thing was kind of happening uh, in the
1: in these departments. Lai says the study shows police departments need to do a better job at reinforcing the lessons in anti-bias training. The Missouri Botanical Garden is part of a global effort to bring back some extinct plant species. St. Louis Public Radio's Mark Degon reports.
0: The Botanical Garden has one of the world's largest collections of preserved plant species. Researchers in Japan asked garden managers and owners of other large collections to check which extinct plants might be brought back. The Botanical Garden's Jordan Teicher described his findings on St. Louis on the Air. He says his team found seeds preserved by predecessors for four distinct plants. It's just kind of lucky that they
1: happened to be in fruit and in seed at the time that these were collected. They probably didn't know they were going extinct. They definitely weren't thinking about, you know, 150 years later, let's see Mm -hmm. if we can sprout them. If they can get
0: them to sprout, researchers hope to find clues about why the plants disappeared. I'm Mark Degon, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Some of the items we are following in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom Absentee voting starts today in Missouri. General Municipal Election Day in the state is April 4th. People in many areas will need a reason and a photo ID to vote this early. It's a bit different in St. Louis. Starting today, voters in the city can start filling out no-excuse absentee ballots for next month's primary. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page is expected to ask council members today for another five and a half million dollars on more detailed plans about whether to replace or renovate the main government building. The Post-Dispatch reports the county has already paid $300,000 in 2020 and $1.5 million since last summer on consultants for their ideas on the future of that building. Illinois Congresswoman Nikki Buczynski convenes the first meeting today of her Agriculture Advisory Council, she will use input from members during negotiations in Washington on the 2023 Farm Bill. Budzinski is on the House Committee on Agriculture. She represents Illinois' 13th Congressional District, which includes part of the Metro East. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service at the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt.